a quick listener note before we get started. We're hosting our second ever Chicago Shopify Plus meetup in Skokie, Illinois on January 31st. It's a Thursday, 6 p.m. It's two hours. My guy, Beef Brody from Tactical Baby Gear is going to be there. We're going to ask him your questions for a live episode of the show, and there will be plenty of time for networking and picking my brain. So please, come see us January 31st. Save the date. Sign up at ethercycle.com slash meetup. What if I told you that your store was dumb? All right, let me rephrase that. What if I told you that your store could be a little smarter? I'm talking about Bold's new app, The Brain. In the brief period, it's been live. It's been making a massive amount of money for stores. So The Brain is this app that uses machine learning to make your store smarter. And one of the ways it works today is by displaying recommended products on your store beside any other product. Not just the dumb, these things are in a collection together, but actual recommendations based on purchase data. It's probably already the best recommended products app for Shopify, and they're just getting started. So my favorite feature actually has nothing to do with with that. It's their integration with their other apps, and specifically their product upsell app. So if you have both, it makes your upsell offers smart. So you've got product upsell installed, you install Bold Brain, and now imagine this. Upsell offers just create themselves, but not just automatically get created. They get better than you could ever create them yourself because they're based on this machine learning data. The results from the early adopters are in two, and some stores are seeing more conversions in a month than they used to see in an entire year. Now here they've got a couple other integrations coming down the pipe too. It integrates with recurring orders app and the loyalties app. So you should check it out now. I guarantee that machine learning and e-commerce is going to be huge. And the stores that adopt it now will have the advantage. Bold's Brain app is simply the easiest way to do that. It's free. You can install it right now by going to brain.boldapps.net. That's brain.boldapps.net. Additional support for the unofficial Shopify podcast comes from SEO Manager. You already know the benefits of SEO. The higher you rank in search, the more visitors you get, and more visitors means more sales, which means more money in your pocket. But how do you do it? That's where SEO Manager comes in. It helps Shopify store owners get found in search engines more easily, and it's trusted by thousands of store owners. No surprise there, it's equal parts power, innovation, and ease of use. Think of SEO Manager as your optimization toolbox. Here's some examples. It can scan your site for issues, offer keyword suggestions, add structured data support, analyze missing pages and redirects, and even integrate with Kit, plus a ton more tools to help you be easily found in Google searches. Best of all, it's easy to get started. You can get started in minutes, and their friendly support team is always on standby if you need help. Seriously, I have met them. They are the best. And as a special offer to you, you can get 10% off SEO Manager forever when you sign up at seomanager.com slash unofficial. That's seomanager.com slash unofficial. Hello and welcome back to the unofficial Shopify podcast. I'm your host, Kurt Elster, and today we're talking about how not to get ripped off by a get-rich-quick scheme. So I, I feel we have a, a moral obligation to talk about this, but it, it's January, and after having done this for several years, I think this is year five of the podcast, uh, <coughs> January, there's always a, a ton of people, a big uptick in people listening to the show, because there's a lot of folks who are like, this is the year I'm going to get my business off the ground, this is the year I'm going to grow my business, start a business, whatever it is, and those are great entrepreneurial ideas. I encourage that. Unfortunately, it also means that as people Google things, they start researching their business, they may fall victim to a get-rich-quick scheme. And I want to talk about it today for two reasons. One, we, we, need, to, we need to protect people. I think there's, there's a moral and ethical obligation there because I sell info products. Could that be construed as a, a get-rich-quick scheme? I would, I would say no, uh, of course, but I'm biased. <laughs> uh, and we'll get into it. And uh, was it like a, a little over a year ago, Andrew left shorted Shopify stock, claiming that because they had an affiliate program, they were, they were enabling and promoting these things. And, um, well, no, I think those are, and there's uh, this Atlantic article that just came out that is phenomenal called How to Lose Tens of Thousand Dollars on Amazon. 
And the byline is, a growing number of self-proclaimed experts promised they could teach anyone how to make a passive income selling cheap Chinese goods in the Internet's largest store. Not everyone's getting rich quick. All right. This article is a it's a long read. It is phenomenal. I will link to it in the show notes. You got to read it. Um, but Paul and it, we were discussing it passionately and we knew that this was a podcast episode. Yes. So uh, let's see. Let's look at this thing. I'm glad uh, I'm allowed to talk now. <laughs> what, what? You got anything to say? Uh, I don't know. I got my own microphone. No one can see it now. I have my own mic. I'm like on a desk. Wow. Separate from Kurt. A desk. Yeah. I'm like Baba Booey over here. <laughs> you're my friend. <laughs> you're, more, you're a. Nah, maybe. No, you talk too much. You're Robin Quivers. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm Jackie the Joke Man Martling. I don't work here anymore. Atlantic article was posted in our secret Shopify business owner Slack, uh, just like everyone needs to read this. And it touches on a lot of the things that we sort of see in our universe from our clients and potential clients about like drop shippers and like Chinese manufacturing and all that sort of stuff and how none of that's as easy as people seem to think it is. But obviously in any sort of universe where um, people that need money, see other people making lots of money, they figure that they can get in on that too, and it can't be that hard. So number one, um, with get-rich-quick schemes, I think it is, it's easy to victim blame and go, well, how could you be so stupid? And so the question is, whose fault is it? Like, if you're starting off with this, is it, uh, do you as the consumer have a responsibility to research this thing and decide if it is a comfortable level of risk? Is there a line that is crossed or are are the these uh, supposed experts taking advantage of people and they should be stopped by an understaffed FTC? This is a hard question for me to answer because I was reading as I was reading this article, I just kept saying to myself, like, these morons, like, I can't believe they're doing this. And I know inside that that is a wrong feeling. Like, and you yelled at me when I yelled out these morons. And you were like, those, it's like, they're just people that have less knowledge than you do. And that made me feel like an asshole. So thanks. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there are people with a lot of knowledge that claim to have a lot of knowledge that are then selling people the secrets to this knowledge when they know that the way that they're selling these secrets is not true and they are taking advantage of people. I mean, you want to go over, go over what the actual scam is here. We need to, we need to make it clear what's happening. Okay, uh, I gotta find it. Um, so here's the, the intro paragraph. It was only after they'd sunk $40,000 and nine months of precious nights and weekends that Jordan and William realized how hard it is to make a passive income selling things on Amazon. The couple hoped to strike at list or at least quit their day jobs. And here's the, here's the kicker. Buying goods from China and reselling them on Amazon. All right. Instead, they lost their savings and they blame Matt uh, Bijou and Mike Gazzola. These are the, the gentlemen in question. Uh, who are the supposed Amazon experts. Um, and so that was my first step in the victim blaming, is that I'm like, if you have a hard time making rent, how are you also spending $40,000 on pallets of goods from China that you know nothing about? If they were selling... Right, let's, let's picture this. They just got married. They're saving up to buy a house. They got wedding gift money from, from family. They got that forty grand, and they said, you know what? I listened to Ramit Sethi, and I will teach you to be rich. I know a house is not a great investment or asset, and instead, I'm going to invest that in my own business. Something that costs money is a liability. Something that generates money is an asset. I'm going to start my own dropshipping business. Then we'll have so much cash rolling in, we can just buy the most bitched condo ever. Right? I, I'm going to come out and defend them. That's the, the anecdotal story I'm telling. That's not the story. They put the 40 grand. They were having problems paying rent, and they put the 40 grand on their credit cards. Oh. But anyway, continue. No. <laughs> oh. Uh, this couple stumbled across a podcast hosted by Bijou and Gazzola, normal guys who claim they were making thousands of dollars working less than two hours a day on Amazon. And the pair promised that anyone could do the same. All they needed to do was pay $4,000 for three months of coaching that would teach them everything they needed to know about the business. They'd learn how to ship and source a product from China, how to list it for an attractive market on Amazon's third-party marketplace, advertise it to customers, get and get them to get good review, leave good reviews. Amazon would take care of the logistics of storing and shipping for a fee through its FBA program. And they even provided class participants with a manufacturing contact in China. So essentially, these guys are selling classes. They're, first, they're selling, like, they're selling coaching and videos and classes that says, 
what you need to do to strike it rich is you're just going to buy a crazy pallet of goods off of from China, just random Chinese crap, any product you could think of. Crystal decanters are mentioned, um, sunglasses, just literally anything. Uh, then you then list that on Amazon and you buy advertising and you sell those things on Amazon. Amazon does all the fulfillment. They take a cut of it. It's in the Amazon warehouse. So absent your initial capital outlay and what you're spending on the advertising, then just a bunch of free money rolls in because all the hard work is being done by Amazon is the claim that these guys are telling you how to do. Which, of course, if that was the case, we'd all do it. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> and you get like, the heart, if is anyone who knows who's, who's spun up their Shopify store, get like coming up with a product idea is the easy part. Finding the product and getting manufactured, all right, that's harder. But if you're starting with, rather than like, I'm passionate about X. And oh, it's yeah, dead. I have a thing I thought up. I have a great idea. I have a, there's a piece of the world that I'm extremely interested in and know a lot about and want to build a product around it. That's, that's the good gateway. A bad gateway is just, I want to make some money. So I'm just going to buy random shit and sell it. Sell it on Amazon because I see other people doing it. Therefore, I can make a, a reasonable income too. And it's not that they're like, I'm going to be, you know, a multimillionaire. They just want to make like 12, 10, 12, 20 grand a month. Yeah. They either, they say, all right, I want to quit my day job or keep both incomes and be a, you know, king of my castle. So they have realistic expectations. They're not like, I'm going to make yeah, a million dollars be, They overnight. don't think they're going to become millionaires. So I think that's an important distinction as to how people get pulled into it is they say, go, all right, I see other people doing this. It's a thing I can understand because everyone's purchased from Amazon. So it's like, well, why not me? And they're looking at it and thinking, um, well, you know, I'm, I'm not being greedy. I have a realistic goal. Therefore, how hard could this be? And I'm, you know, and you know what? I'm not just going to go out there and try it myself. I'm going to pay two experts who I know and trust from a podcast. Lord knows that's worked for us, right? The podcast is our, our number one lead gen source um, because you get a sense of the person. So in uh, this, the podcast they're talking about here in this article uh, said it was number three in iTunes. Yeah, for like a, a specific business category. Yeah, in there, there. I think there was like a, a some dropshipping category or business is its lar is the larger category. Um, they were number three in business, and um, so like you learn to trust these people through Amazon. And the catch is, if someone knows ten percent more than you, then like it may as well be a hundred percent. You can't tell the difference. So it's very easy at that point to now start overlooking like the really internet markety scammy sales pages and this webinar is going to be taken down in 15 minutes watch it now like fake urgency stuff yeah it's easy to get suckered in i guess and like all right so <laughs> all right let's walk through a potential flow here you got all right i want to uh i'm going to make more money in 2019 i'm going to pay off my credit cards so i need an additional source of income because i've got a day job i already asked for a raise that it's not doing anymore i need additional money so i turn around and I start Googling it. Oh, I could sell it on Amazon. All right, I understand that I get that. I'll research it. So I'm, now I'm watching this webinar. And at the end of this free webinar is an upsell. And the upsell is, oh, well, you should take this course or buy this book. Okay, I do it. And at the end of that is an upsell. Well, may, all right, and it all makes sense to you. So you go, oh, all right, I'm going to invest this four grand before I spend 40 grand on product to ship. So that I don't, like, you think you are reducing risk in this process. I think that's how people get pulled into it. I think they need to make money i think you just inserted a step i just think they need money people are economically pressured uh in america increasingly so and they need money and they see a way it's literally it's it's a get rich quick scheme that's what it is they need to get rich and rich has been really defined down to having like a livable income and a house that's its own conversation and quite disturbing <laughs> and um so people are they, these dudes offer them a way out that they can like, oh, I could still keep like my crap job that barely pays me enough and have like be my own boss and like that whole part of the American dream. But I mean, yeah, a lot of these people that are quote unquote really happy with their services that they claim, um, I mean, they're just making like four, five, six grand a month, which I mean, that's 50 grand a year. We that's also not, don't know if that's revenue or profit. That, I know, but that's but not. You're right. It's not. That's not chump change. It's not an outrageous sum. But it's also not like if someone came to you and was like, I can make you a millionaire in 12 months. Like You'd know they were full of shit. You'd know they were full of shit. But if you go, hey, I'm going to hand you a, a business that makes you four grand a month. Well, that sounds reasonable, doesn't it? Yeah. So it, it, 
it's easy to go, okay. And then if they know, all they need to know is a little bit more than you and they talk about it and you could comprehend it. You go, okay, yeah, I could try that. Um, so I got, like, on this topic, there's a couple of passages I highlighted that I were, uh, that I loved in here, in this article. Uh, quote, there's something uniquely American about believing that with a little bit of hard work, anybody can make money fast. All right. Which is a little bit of the joke of it is that you need to do hard work, but also you can make money in your spare time by only working three hours a week. Yeah, right. It's like, which well, is it? which is it? Uh, do we need to work? And that's another part of the whole get rich quick scheme pyramid scheme type thing, which is anyone that failed didn't try hard. Didn't enough. try hard enough. All and right, I mean, they, stick a pin in that. I want to go back to that because <laughs> this is the the part of this being like quintessential American dream really helps us understand how people get suckered into it because. Like, we were raised on this as, this is just part and parcel to being an American. Um, quote, in the U.S., the depth of commitment to social mobility and uplift seems to give some degree of distinctiveness to how fraud operates. Uh, the success of the Amazon coaching market says something about the current state of the economy. As the American middle class disappears, many people feel as if they've lost their financial footing and are seeking an easy shortcut back to stability. Quote, the best indicator of whether someone will be amenable to being defrauded has to do with financial insecurity. It's not low-income people who fall victim to online frauds. They don't have the thousands of dollars needed to pay scammers in the first place. It's people with a little bit of extra money who want to invest it to get more breathing room. So they're not going at, they're not going after like saying, "Hey, you know, you seem disadvantaged and poor and vulnerable." They're going at because those people don't have the money to spend 4 grand on this to make it work. They're going after someone who could spend um, a few thousand dollars and thinks they're too you know, honestly, probably thinks they're they're too smart to fall for something. Yeah, like this. that's that's another part of it is that they think they can't. They think they're too smart to fail. Too, they're too smart to get sucked in, so they more easily get sucked in. Uh, and I mean, yeah, one of the people they talked about in the article that gets screwed is a is a doctor who is obviously making. Is an ER doctor? Is an ER doctor who's making over six figures. That's like, well, I wanted to get a side business so I can afford a second vacation home in Aruba. Yeah, so it's like. That's you. That's an educated person. That is someone with a professional license, right? And they're not like I don't. They don't want to quit their six-figure job. They just want enough money to pay the mortgage on a second house. Like again, I think the catch here is once we bring it back to reasonable goals, we lower. I think our our defenses are lowered for what is and isn't a reasonable, um, uh, a reasonable course, reasonable results. Going back to what you had said before, we touched on that topic. You're saying what ha- when people get into it and they start to fail, what happens? Well, what happens is uh, they've also internalized a lot of this blame. You know, the knives sort of come out that's like if someone fails, they didn't try hard enough or they didn't do it right. Clearly, you must not have done the system right because the system is infallible and works 100% of the time. You just did it wrong. Or it's an you are inherently a failure because you couldn't do it right. It becomes a no true Scotsman fallacy that no one who does it, the system is perfect. Therefore, anyone that didn't succeed using the system didn't do it right. Yes. And this is interesting because this is the same language they use in multi-level marketing schemes. Pyramid schemes. Pyramid schemes. When they've, um, and we see the, uh, if anyone has listened to the podcast, The Dream, just absolutely phenomenal look at this. Um, and they target, uh, they target vulnerable people, lower income um, people, but as soon as you show up and go, well, it's not working. I mean, there's just they've got all kinds of recordings from these uh, pyramid scheme uh, seminars where it's like, well, you know, basically saying, well, if you're if you're not succeeding at this, it's because you're not trying hard enough, and you complaining is whining, and you're basically you're a loser. Therefore, you need to try harder, which usually equates to spend more money on whatever the system or program is. Exactly, and you know, a lot of people here doing this Amazon scheme, you know, they're not making the money and it's, well, you need to pay for more coaching and you need to pay to have accessibility to me 24 hours a day. So when you don't know what to do or it's not working for you, you could be able to contact me and then I'll fix it for you. So people pay for these extra levels of access, which then these guys don't come through on, but that's a whole different part. And in this case, like what comes up over and over again, is they say it's a three month coaching program. Well, 90 days is you 90 to 120 days is usually how long you have to dispute a credit card payment mm. right so it's interesting that when the bottom falls out you can't dispute the credit card payment anymore and which is usually like a nice safety net um and now when you turn around and go well 
you know, what's the issue here? They go, well, you try hard enough. You got to keep going and buy more coaching. And there's tons of quotes in here about that. I wish I, well, well, there's what, when people don't succeed, it's usually because they quit too early. There's no such thing as get rich quick, but it would be hard for you to fail if you literally worked your butt off. See, it's hard to fail because you're just not working hard enough. Which again, you need to work your butt off so you can make four grand a month by only working two hours a week. Yeah, interesting. Is it how it changes from like, well, I only work three hours, you know, I only work in my Amazon business an hour a day to it's basically a full time job. Yeah. Which is it? Yeah. I noticed something else too. Uh, I was on one of these jerks' websites and. (laughs) He had posted stuff from his internal Facebook group, and someone made the cut, and it was something in relation to Amazon changing their algorithms because you need, you know, you need to get on the first page of the Amazon results. That's the that's the only way to truly make money. And then Amazon changed the algorithm algorithms because they're at the whims of Amazon. And someone replied with, "Well, like this is fine. We'll all be okay, even if they change the algorithms because it'll just call out the weak, and then the strong ones will survive. So we don't have anything to worry about." And it's like these people have internalized this idea that's like, I'm the successful one. The fickled fingers of fate and things I can't control, that'll never affect me. It's not how it works. It's it's just this, they can't, they can't accept the idea that sometimes shit just doesn't work. Yes. Yeah. And it, uh, you get into sunk cost fallacy where it's like, well, I spent the money, so I need to fix this by spending more time and money to fix it. And at what point do you go, man, this just... It didn't work. They hyped up how easy it is. They disguised the risks. What do I do? And I think, um, well, I think the other thing that, that gets people caught up in this is there, there's t- testimonials and social proof on those sites. And, um, yeah, and some never, of them are real people. See, you never see the bad ones. Yeah. You're not <laughs> going to see the bad ones. Um, but at the same time, if you want to know how they got those, I'm sure there's some people who succeed. Um, but there's a line in this article. Uh, others were asked to write positive reviews of their coaching experience in exchange for a chance to win a financial prize that never materialized. <laughs> they literally they paid for the reviews yeah. with essentially like a giveaway. Yeah. So how are we not complicit in this? Well, I think, number one, I'm not selling a $4,000 90-day coaching program that guarantees success. Yeah, all we sell is a book. The book is very reasonable and cheap. And... Yeah, and we give refunds. Yep, we give refunds. And we don't promise some overnight success. In fact, the thing just the sales page talks about how damn hard it is. It yeah. says if you're looking for a get rich quick scheme, run screaming from this page. Yeah, and I mean that's uh we're pretty blunt with our clients when we think it's a bad fit or they don't have a good idea. Yeah. I mean it drives it drives me nuts. We get a lot of people that fill out our application and first of all we have an application you need to prove that you kind of know what you're doing or you have a good idea or you have some sort of thing working in your favor you're not just a person off the street uh that is like come take my money and help me build a business it's like eh, we need a little more than that but you know people fill out our form all the time and it's like um you know what does your business sell and a lot of times they'll be like well i haven't decided yet and it's like, that is the biggest red light in the world. It's like, if you're just like, I want to do a business, but I'm not sure what it is yet. It's like, eh, that's not, that's not how that starts. <laughs> Let's head down to the market and do a business. Um, yeah, because the reality of selling, is it's hard. There are no guarantees. And it, it's going to be, um, you know, it's six to 12 months before you're going to see any money realistically. Yeah, and you got to care about it. And you, yeah, and to get through that slog, you need to care. Like, you need to be emotionally invested in it. Beyond just, I want to make money. Yeah, it can't be like, well, I bought a pallet of wine stoppers that I is now in various warehouses around America. That's my business. I'm really excited about it. It's like, you can't get excited about that. No. No, it's just a, like a thing you picked because you thought, because Jungle Scout, the Amazon research tool, said that this would be successful. Oh, man, that's brutal. Yeah, it's and but it's tough. I mean, if you've got someone saying, hey, I've, I've had the success before, and these guys were like saying they came from real estate, so they had no experience in Amazon. They took a course and were selling 60000 a month suddenly or something like that on Amazon. So and you have no reason not to believe them. And then they've got the social proof to back it up. Um, and it, it gets, it's exciting. It's intoxicating. And it's like part and parcel of the American dream. Like you are groomed from day one to believe in this stuff. Yes. So it's easy to fall for it. Um, I, so I think the distinction, uh, like this is my... Regardless of like what all the sales material looks like, because I'm sensitive to it, you could tell the stuff that looks shady versus doesn't. Um, I think the the dead giveaway is: can anyone buy it? If it's like a big course that promises these results, 
you know, $4,000 90-day coaching course, do they let anybody in? Like, if they do, that tells you it's not legit. Um, you know, like, we've got, essentially, we've got a, a, a minefield to slow down tire kickers in our, oh, yeah, for our professional services. Yeah. Um, but as a good example, like, take a look at Ezra Firestone, who's the real deal, knows what he's talking about, um, is a good dude, and his Blue Ribbon Mastermind group. You can't just throw money at him and join Blue Ribbon Mastermind group. It's um, a, it's a, a limited thing, and there's a bunch of requirements that you have to meet before you can join. So I'm going to go look this thing up and what the, the critical requirements are here. Yeah, first line in this thing, like way at the top of the page, this isn't for everyone. Okay, good. You must be a successful e-commerce seller so that we're all of the greatest value to each other. Everyone must be a high-level seller, both in terms of revenue experience. You must own an e-commerce brand that generates at least 50000 a month in revenue to be considered. Aha. Okay, so there's the big difference. Is he say he's go um, setting a, a minimum floor. It can't just be anybody. It is someone who has already gotten over those hurdles. They have a product. They have an audience. It's selling. Now let's work together in a mastermind group to grow and help each other out. Whereas I, these... You know, these programs that just you know, anybody can buy and will teach you to be successful. And like, you don't even need a product. Oh my gosh, that's insane. Because it's like, it's obviously would be such a tremendous, um, great investment. Why would anyone do anything else? We'd all be Amazon sellers, right? Yeah, it's the old thing where, um, you know, people like to sell courses or whatever that's like, make millions in the stock market. It's like, well, if you could make millions on the stock market easily, uh, everyone just would just make millions in the stock market. Yeah. Hold up. We'll hear more after this quick break. Support for this podcast comes from Simpler, a new way to staff 24-7 sales and customer service on your Shopify store. It works with your existing email and chat tools, so setup is quick and easy. Simpler provides on-demand, US-based customer service specialists to answer your customers' most common questions. Close more sales with Simpler by staffing your email and live chat with 24-7 Simpler specialists. Find out more at simpler.ai. That's S-I-M-P-L-R dot A-I. And now back to the show. Hit me. So there's this loophole that the FTC put forth that says if you, um, so long as you, you don't have to. That's uh, the Federal Trade Commission, by yeah, the way. Yeah, the federal, here's a line for the article. The Federal Trade Commission is staffed significantly below where it was in the early 1980s. It can be difficult for investigators to even learn about get-rich-quick schemes because so many people are embarrassed that they've been so gullible. Aha. Uh-huh. One of the, quote, one of the constant themes is the silent sucker, the person who is taken in but doesn't want anyone to know. Today's America's very pro-entrepreneur, anti-big government. Many Americans don't have sympathy for people who lose their money to these schemes. We celebrate the self-made man who starts a successful business from scratch, but mock the people who got duped trying to do the same thing. No one wants to admit they're the only one who can't make it work. That's brutal. You're saying I'm the bad guy now. No, you're a bad person. No. So uh, we're talking about, there's this article about what, you know, uh, what scumbags this group is, et cetera, et cetera. But no one, the FTC is not accusing them of wrongdoing. So the agency, the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, prohibits deceiving customers about money-making potential and requires that any earnings claims be supported by proof. Well, okay, so proof is just, I took a screenshot. And of course, like screenshot using the inspect element tool is readily easy to fake. Um, but assuming even like you've got one person who's, who's got it real, um, they still leave a crucial bit of wiggle room. If sellers say somewhere in tiny print that their method doesn't work for everyone, they could still promote the stories of the successful clients without mentioning that hundreds of people have lost money. That doesn't seem, seem legitimate. No. Okay. Also, another, another part of this article is like, well, is Amazon perhaps to blame? And I kind of really disagree with that. Like Amazon is supposed to personally vet whether or not everyone selling on their platform is a dum-dum or not. Yeah. So if they're like, I bought a bunch of product and would like to store it in your warehouse. Okay. You know, what? <laughs> what's Amazon supposed to do? Be like, well, you need to give me a business plan in yeah. order for, you allowed, for me to allow you to pay me rent. Like, eh. Yeah, it would be worse to have them set up as gatekeepers than um, to just to let people try it, fail, and give up. Yeah. Like, it just would not be a realistic way to go through things. Like, how are they supposed to decide what is and isn't legit? Because there have certainly been situations where I've heard about, I'm sure this happened to everybody, you hear about a product, go, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And then six months later, it's like the hottest thing ever. Mm-hmm. And we're like, well, that 
kind of shocked that that's a big deal, but yep. here we are. Um, so yeah, that one's not quite realistic. So the do we want to talk about um, that crazy pyramid scheme guy last year that claimed Shopify was actually a pyramid scheme? Andrew Left. Yeah. All right. Yes. So what this guy Andrew Left is, he's a short seller, and what short selling is is you know normally when you buy a stock, you want that stock to go up because then you'll sell it and you make money. Uh, short short selling through a complex series of transactions, you're essentially betting that the stock you bought will go down, and then you make money when you sell it after it's gone down. So this dude Andrew Left is pretty much a short seller of companies, and what he does is he shorts the company and then broadcasts a lot of negative information about that company, therefore driving the stock price down and making him money. So he came out with a quote with like expose videos claiming that Shopify is in reality a pyramid scheme because uh, they pay the Shopify experts um, referral fees when experts get clients signed up for Shopify Plus or open up Shopify accounts or whatever. And therefore it was a pyramid scheme because the experts we're signing up users. Yeah, it was really sensational and ridiculous. It was like, totally sensational. It made no sense. He compared it to Herbalife. He said they were dirtier than Herbalife. Oh, you know, yeah. Because this was another short-selling situation. Um, yeah. And, yeah, he claimed, oh, the FTC is going to stop them, and it's a get-rich-quick scheme. And, of course, none of that happened because it was a ridiculous stretch. Yeah, it was a pyramid scheme that only had two levels, Shopify and Shopify experts. That no, were no then it, selling was, the, it was the, the affiliates. If, yeah. Well, I guess we have an affiliate yeah, link. Yeah, we have an affiliate link. That's what I'm talking about. I just felt like anybody, I think it, not anybody, Anyone can but. have an affiliate link, I think, because I think that's what he was talking about is that people were making YouTube videos about how great Shopify was and then had affiliate links to it. And then because there was because there was affiliate marketing associated with Shopify, therefore Shopify is a pyramid scheme. But yeah, the, it's but, such a, that's a tough logic. But the people you sign up for Shopify, they open stores and then they sell things on those stores. They're not trying to sell they're not trying to sign more people up for shopify like the pyramid doesn't go down it doesn't get wider yeah and he his this is i love this like any good research we start with google just search youtube for the term shopify millionaire and their marketing strategy becomes obvious here's the even his screenshots these are no one who has anything to do with shopify yeah. it's people selling um Info courses on, on how, how to, to do, make money on Shopify. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, as part of that, of course, they'll also be like, hey, here's an affiliate link. And they pr- the way they promoted the affiliate links was um, when you sign up for those, it'd be like, you get 10% off for life, something to that effect. Um, and that Shopify has since gotten rid of those. Like, so they just don't exist anymore. Yeah. So it's like, here, your affiliate link gives you credit that someone signed up for a store, but they don't, like, it's not incentivized. They don't, um, you know, like you get some payout for a few months, but really not not at all like it was. I mean, yeah, we get Shopify affiliate links, and we very much appreciate that money, but it's not like that's not what our business is based on. No, no, hardly. Um, it pays the rent. That's yeah. that's about it. Uh, yeah, no, that that guy was ridiculous, um, and that it, it just it upset me because it was such a, a stretch of this idea. Whereas something like this, um, like in where an actual multi level marketing scheme, I mean those unbelievable should be stopped um and then you've got something like uh this article that we're t- discussing in the atlantic that doesn't it pales in comparison to well, the amount of money people lose to mlms yeah we're talking about two different kinds of scams yeah. here we're talking about uh these bad boys in the atlantic selling a coaching program that takes people nowhere that's a scam and we're talking about this guy essentially manipulating the stock market with expose youtube videos and that's also a scam it's its own scam yeah it's its own scam because he's defrauding People who have invested in Shopify, their money and their retirements are getting hammered by this dum dums videos. <laughs> so, um, all right. So, what do you do? I think the the way to protect yourself um, is to immediately be suspicious of anything and everyone. No, to be suspicious of any claims of guarantee of success. Well, I'm reading. Uh, let me read Uh-oh. to you here from the Wikipedia article on get rich quick schemes. Oh, please do. Which you know, where I'm getting real deep in the weeds here, folks. You may not have heard of this. Uh, one, they will imply that anyone signing up will become rich within months to a year. Mm-hmm. Mm. You need to work hard. 
They will inform potential victims that the route to success is following, quote, secret formulas that no one else knows about. <laughs> That's the biggie right there. That came up in the article, yeah. too, where some, they had someone, so they were talking to someone who took the course, and they said, you know, they're always telling you that they're going to teach you the secret, the secret, the secret to success, when she said, in reality, you could Google and find all this information for free. And those are, the, those are really the two big ones to me, because the rest of these are like legitimate business tactics. Such as like they will they will show display testimonials from previous users. It's like well, real businesses also show testimonials. Amazon does that. What like you, those Amazon reviews has reviews. Yeah, like what's Yelp? Like we have testimonials. Um, when trying to navigate away from their website, users are presented with pop up windows Not offering pop-ups. further dis- discounts. Also, stores every store yes. has that. So yeah, I think the two big ones you need to look out for is high pressure tactics, implying you will make easily make money over a short period of time, and they have. Only they have the secret to your success. They will be the ones to unlock it because they have the secret knowledge, this business Gnosticism that only they know about. So there's a thing that separates us. All I do is teach what we do. Yeah, we teach what we do for free, and we will tell you sometimes it won't work. Yeah, like, that's, it is an investment, and like all investments, carries risk. <laughs> that's the approach. Not you're gonna, I guarantee you're going to get rich. Yeah. But it'll take six to 12 months. Mm-hmm. Well, and you have to have a product you actually care and know something about. That helps. It <laughs> definitely helps. Well, take a look at you know my wife's store. It's going to take, she's steadily building an audience. She's getting, um, she's now getting into thousands of visitors a month. Great. But it, it'll be a year before that thing's profitable. And there's no way I she could have created that level of content and that engagement and that audience unless she genuinely cared because she's passionate. It comes through. I mean, yeah, let's look at that. Julie's business. Started when? In September? October. October? You, she started in October. She has a e-commerce super genius living in her house. <laughs> What's uh, his name? <laughs> his name is Paul. Uh-oh. Get out of my house. <laughs> uh, you know, she's she's a content machine. You were telling me you were like, it's Julie unreal. made all this content. She's a genius. She's smarter than me. <laughs> she's a better writer than me, for sure. Oh, yeah. And so with all of that- Hold, with- let me address something right now. Often- People are, give me credit for the stuff she does. It drives her nuts. To be clear, I set up the website initially, and then I was out. I have other stuff to do. She's on her own doing this on her own. Let's just clear that up right now. Oh, no, it, it's total BS. Well, that's just straight up sexism is what's going on. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, so Julie has the wind at her back totally. Everything going right for her. Couldn't have gotten a better situation, and she works her ass off at it. And still, she's not going to make money for a year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So what do you do instead? How do you not... You make your New Year's resolution was, I'm going to make more money with my store. I'm going to start my... Whatever it was. And the next step is not give some Yahoo four grand for a coaching program. And there's legit ones, for sure. Um, but what do you do instead? Well, you got to have a product. It starts at a product. You got to know what you're, you have to have a product. You can't have a store that you will later plug a product into or a business you can later build a business built that you then jam in the middle of the business, the thing that the business does. Yeah. I think that like that really fundamentally flips it on its head. The whole thing. Like if the business is a structure, you don't build the middle of the structure last. Yeah. You start with what is the, who's my audience and what's the pain or problem I could solve for them. And then work from there. And the, like the pattern we've seen on the show over and over is I have a pain or problem in my own life. I f- don't like the existing solutions. And I say, all right, I could do better than this. And you come up with an idea. And then from there, like, okay, number one, validate the idea. And that's the misstep that like came up yeah. over and over in this Atlantic article. And I think that's the thing that you caught on is like, man, this is the thing that makes me feel like these people are partly to blame is they're like, step one, pay four grand for a course. Fine. Step, step two, two, pay 40 grand for product. Yeah. No, and no, no. And then put it on Amazon. The real step two is validate it. Buy a few of the, like you could have, you know, buy, buy 10 at full retail price and then list those on Amazon to see if they sell. Would have saved you $39,000. Yeah. Right? Like the validation, but that is not going to be in a course like this because it means upfront early they're going to figure out, well, gee, that product didn't work. Well, okay, uh, try another one. That didn't work. And also, uh. that's that's a that's a hard part. You know, it's like how we talked about in our previous podcast together about the design is that in many ways for a store owner, the design is the easy part and the validating the business, advertising the business, 
getting your products manufactured and sold, that's the hard part. They only want to do the easy part. The Validating part. your product, hard part. I don't know. I would say that pay, shelling out forty grand for inventory is the hard part. It's not that's a hard part if you part. got forty grand. I mean, it's just writing a check. That's true. That doesn't require critical thinking is what I'm saying. Hard part requires critical thinking. Well, and I think it's also like where rubber meets the road. You're going to find out, like, did, is this is this thing I've started that I've I've fallen in love with, this idea, is this going to work? And when you just buy the 10 products and sell it at a loss and they don't sell, well, shit, what do I do now? Whereas if you, you're like, I'm really committed, I'm going to work my butt off, and spending a whole bunch of money feels like working. Yeah. I think. I don't know. I could be making that up. No, I mean, this is America, man. Spending a lot of money entitles you to anything in your own mind. <laughs> it's true. Yes. <laughs> Ugh, brutal. Um, okay. So I think instead, you start, uh, it came up in this article was, hey, like a lot of, there's no secrets. The stuff is free if you know where to look. So where do you look? Googling it, I, I think is dangerous. I think you're mostly going to find crappy blogs. Oh, yeah. You're going to find a lot of just lousy, self-serving blogs. Um, you find some YouTube videos that are okay. There's some good ones. Um, but it's, it's just such a slog. I think Facebook groups is the way to go. And depending on, like, all right, let's move outside Shopify. Let's move outside e-commerce. Maybe there's Reddit subgroups. Maybe there's local networking events and meetups on, like, meetup.com you can go to. I don't know. I have kind of a I have kind of a bad thought about, like, these online groups because I feel like those online groups can kind of be, like, hot houses where everyone is just like, yeah, check out my hustle. And like, I think that's why you have to join multiple. Well, it's just that everyone is, like, it's another, it's another of the social media problem where everyone is broadcasting their successes and hiding their failures. And it's like, no one's like, I'm having a hard time with this. And I feel like a lot of people might be like, you got to stay on that grind. Like, no one's going to tell you, no one's going to give you the hard truth if you need it. And I don't, I don't know where to get it. I, don't, I personally don't have an answer for that. I think I the, the tough thing is to when, how do you know the difference between, I, you know, like my wife, Julie, okay, you just like, just keep grinding away at it. Keep doing what you're doing. You've got your content calendar work through it because you're seeing the audience grow um, versus like how long does she do that before we go, you know, like if she was making no sales before we go, you know what? It's just not worth it. You should just quit now. Like, where do you know where the line is? Oh, uh, you know, let's be honest. We both almost quit. Yeah. I, there was a, what was that summer? 2011. Uh, there was the summer. Yeah. That I moved out of my apartment and lived my, I, I, I was between apartments and I had to live back with my parents for three months, which was wonderful for that whole summer. And I remember that August, I looked and even living with my parents, I had less money than I did before I started living with my parents. I lost money even without paying rent. And I just thought to myself, like, all right, how much more time am I going to give EtherCycle before I have to go get a, get a straight job? Because we're not doing it. And the, we're, not, like, we're not making money. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what the answer is either. It's until you've had enough, until you have like... The courage, and it does take courage, the courage to say, this didn't work out, I need to do something else. That's that's a courageous act. That's not an act of cowardice. An act of cowardice is to continue throwing bad money after good. For me, like I remember the first time after, just because in, um, in 2009, 10 years ago when I started this, um, was to create an e-commerce platform. And after a year, we had not like made a dent oh, in yeah. succeeding. Yeah. And I said, you know what? We just got to pivot and be a web design agency because people keep trying to throw money at us to make WordPress sites. Like, why am I struggling with this thing when I could be doing the thing that people are trying to pay us for? And that was the right answer. But it really felt like it was really rough at the time to go, well, that didn't work, so we're going to pivot and do something else. And yeah. now, like, obviously, like, survivorship bias and hindsight being 2020, like, oh, duh. Um, but at the time, it was a really tough decision. And then the same when I said, you know what? We're going to do Shopify exclusively and only. Yeah. That was way, it was way easier then, but it still was weird. It was weird. It was a big, I mean, we were both. Ex it was we, scary. We were, it was scary, but we were both like really excited by it because we really liked all the Shopify work we'd be doing. So it's like, well, let's only do the good work. Like we were geniuses that had stumbled upon this great idea <laughs> yes. to only, oh do the, only do the good work. Only do the work that you enjoy and are good at. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, we really did think we were like fucking brilliant for coming up with it. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, like, we're really successful now. We're living our best lives. We're so damn happy. But it's like, yeah, we pivoted like four times of just like, there were like, on multiple occasions, we have looked at each other and been like, this is not working. What are we going to do? Like, this might all fall apart. And we Man, had I've to forgotten like, about those times. Yeah. That was tough. It was rough. And it's like, you know. Those years where it would be, because you'd have like, you know, especially with professional services, you have like a burst of like, 
you know, client, work, 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 famine. Like, we were stuck in that feast famine Oh, yeah, cycle. we would get massive jobs that were like $30,000 and think we were kings of the world, but then it was like, oh, two months later, we got nothing. Yep. Because you were busy, we were busy fulfilling. We were busy fulfilling the massive job. And Instead of, like, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, and I think that's the other part is that, like, people don't... Every mistake you could have made as an agency or an agency owner, I think I did it. No, we never. <laughs> we didn't take outside money, though. That's true. Taking outside borrowed. money would have been our biggest mistake. But, yeah, I, I, th- I think that ties back to this, our whole main topic here is that, like, you need to be willing to say that didn't work. Yeah. That's, like, the true sign of, like, a mature business is just being, like, that didn't work. I need to be married to none of this. And I need to be able to cut away the parts that don't work without mourning it and leave the parts that do work. And, like, that's hard as shit. People can't do it. Well, and being able to do that, um, oh, so a good book on this topic, I think, that will help people and keep them from falling into this um, is Profit First. Great book. Get on Amazon. Quick read. Um, oh, damn, Amazon. Get Profit First. Uh, is Buy the book. it from an independent bookseller, not Amazon. <laughs> As if those exist. <laughs> um, so, uh, like, having that some kind of framework, I think a lot of it is just, you know, what you're comfortable with. Um really being able to divorce yourself from that ego and just like be like this didn't work i could try something else yeah and be like willing to admit it yeah it's like there's nothing wrong with it now i'll be like well that didn't work let's try something else yeah but at the time it felt like oh this is a big failure yeah like no, we got a bunch, we got a bunch of shit we failed at oh yeah we'll happily tell you about any of it if you want to know <laughs> yeah a bunch of microsites that didn't do anything yeah, microsites didn't do anything like jobs that we didn't jobs that like we shouldn't have taken that we underbid that we got screwed on it was always yeah. It was like we it getting underbid on it, yeah. and then like oh now we have to fulfill this. Yeah, it's just like oh uh, we're gonna lose money on this. Yep, that's great. So recapping, it is the American dream to be an entrepreneur, to be a business owner, but we then mock the people who fail, and like fail in quotes, really get suckered um, through no fault of their own. But it's easy to buy into this idea, so you have to you have to have your guard up um, when. You're you're paying for supposed secrets, and I think that's the red flag. Like there, I don't think you need these elaborate coaching and courses and multi-thousand-dollar info products when there is a library in your town and yeah. it has tons of amazing business books, and you have a free guide uh, resource system you can use to look up which ones to read called Amazon. Right, that's where I would start. Is um, and you hear this from successful. Uh, entrepreneurs is like, man, I read a lot. I read a lot of books and I certainly have read my share of, of business books. Um, but start there. And I think look for uh, some online communities or groups that aren't trying to sell you anything. Like for Facebook, Shopify Entrepreneurs is such a good group. Uh, unofficial Shopify Podcast Insiders. I hear that one's okay. Yeah, those those guys that run that are good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think, you know, it's like going to school. You need to go to school and everyone who's listening to this has gone to school. And when you went to school, they didn't say to you, well, we're going to unlock the secrets of you becoming a super genius. Like, they didn't say that to you. <laughs> no. they, they were like, we're going to teach you how to do things, and you can apply that later in your life. We're going to give you the tools. and it's gonna, We're going to give you the tools, and it's going to take work, and hopefully you'll be able to figure it out if it's the right thing for you. And that is the tenor that you should be looking for, not I'm going to teach you the magic words that makes the money appear. And if you have fallen victim to one of these things, don't throw good money after bad and don't be afraid to talk about it like that's what saves other people from it tons of and you will find so many people have had some will have had similar experiences but just don't want to talk about it like if you're not alone is my point you're not alone but also be wary yes. like think about it like don't be a sucker get some business books join a facebook group <laughs> don't trust nobody for the love of god figure out what your product is and care about it and Be then passionate. see if it's actually viable before you do anything major. Hey, if you follow your dreams, you never work a day in your life. Oh, shut up. No. <laughs> if you're. I could quote, I could do it, motivational girl, hashtag girl boss Instagram post all day. We need some call to action, something for people to go do. I feel like a jerk if we just like tell them to just only consume our stuff. Can't do it. <laughs> no. This is what I think you should do is you, you do need mentors, you need, but you're going to find like all kinds of competing ideas and people find a, a core a core group, like three online gurus who you like and sign up for their newsletter. And I think you're going to get a lot of free info out of it. And you don't have to like be obliged to buy anything from any of these people. So, uh, you know, like, uh, Austin Browner, Ezra Firestone and myself, I think that there you go. I have given you, <laughs> those are your three friends. Those are your three e-commerce friends. 
Um, and don't give us any money. Yeah, just, don't yeah, don't give us any money until you have a, the free content. Yeah, until you have a store that you're ready to buy, that you're ready to sell things on. And it's like, do this because you want to do it, and you think it's going to be successful. Don't do it because you want to be successful. Don't be like, I want to be an American success, and then like try to like backwards work your way there. Yeah, you do it the other way. You do it the other way. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, in the show notes, I'm going to link to the Atlantic's article about this. So if you want uh, a great local resource, if you happen to be in Chicagoland, we're hosting another networking event. It's free, $0 free. Uh, in- you will meet people who are smart and who will be nice to you and not try to sell you things. Yes, we're going to go uh, in uh, a restaurant called The Bagel. They're closed. We loved it, so we rented the space in Westfield Old Orchard Mall in Skokie, Illinois. Uh, and we've got Beef Brody from Tactical Baby Gear and his... Uh, co-owner coming uh, we're going to be interviewing him live for the show and uh asking your questions of them um and plus we'll have you know a ton of people local merchants shopify partners there we'll be there to answer your questions and all of this is free damn it so please join ethercycle.com slash meetup we're like mother Teresa of commerce hey thank you <laughs> all right good night we're getting out of here one final note before we go I wanted to remind you about the one Shopify theme my agency has used more than any other. It's called Turbo by Out of the Sandbox. And as its name implies, it's built for speed. But that's not why I love it. I love it because it's the most configurable, feature-packed theme for Shopify today. Features like predictive search, easy mega menus, infinite scrolling collections, and a ton of page templates. Calling it a theme doesn't do it justice. I think of it as a rapid prototyping tool for Shopify stores. And I've got a special offer for you. You can get it today at a 20% discount when you use the code PODCAST20. You can even try it for up to two weeks. And if you don't love it, Out of the Sandbox will give you a full refund. To check it out now, go to ethercycle.com turbo and use code PODCAST20 at checkout. That's ethercycle.com turbo. If you'd like to help us spread the joy of entrepreneurship, please give us a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcasts, the unofficial shopifypodcast.com and wherever you get your podcasts. If you're listening on a smartphone, tap or swipe over the cover art of this podcast. You'll find some episode notes, including some details you might have missed. You'll also find offers from our sponsors. Please support our show by supporting them. And thank you. The unofficial Shopify podcast was recorded and hosted by me, Kurt Elster, and produced by my business partner, Paul Rita, for our Shopify partner agency, EtherCycle. Check us out at ethercycle.com. The unofficial Shopify podcast is distributed by EtherCycle LLC. We'll be back next week with more value bombs for Shopify store owners. If you're looking for more high quality and actionable advice on learning the business of e-commerce, join thousands of other Shopify store owners on our totally free newsletter at eCommerce Bootcamp. That's eCommerce-Bootcamp.com.